Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, a final half hour here today. Rob Breckenridge with you, 403-974-8255. A couple other things we'll get to before all is said and done here today, but I, I did want to have this conversation because I think it's, it's kind of an interesting question. You've got, for example, like with, with golf, you don't have, you have men competing against men and women competing against women in golf tournaments. And there's kind of a, a physical reason why, right? There's the ladies' golf tee spot and the men's golf tee spot. It's kind of a physical reason you would say it's maybe not a level playing field. Women can be really good at golf. There are probably a lot of great women golfers that could beat a lot of male golfers. But there's kind of a physical reason why they compete separately. You know, the Grammy Awards, for example, used to have separate categories for best female pop vocal performance, best male pop vocal performance. Like the Grammy Awards, it's basically who had the best album, was the best pop album, was the best uh, rock album, etc. Because you can hold up uh, an album by a male artist, an album by a female artist, you can compare them on a level playing field, you can say this one is better than that one. So what about when it comes to movies? Well, the MTV Movie Awards, which I don't know how seriously people take them, but, you know, they appeal to a younger audience and they have some kind of silly awards like Best Fight and Best Villain and that kind of stuff. Uh, But they've announced that they're going to do away with the actor and actress categories. There's just going to be a single non-gendered acting category. I guess maybe part of that is for people who perhaps don't identify as either male or female, but... For the most part, you're talking about having actors and actresses competing in the same category. So why are there separate categories? And if there's a legitimate reason for there being separate categories, is this kind of a change? uh, Does it punish or hinder actresses, female actors? Well, joining us for some thoughts on all this, very pleased to welcome to the program Melissa Silverstein, who is a co-founder and artistic director of the Athena Film Festival and also founder and publisher of Women and Hollywood, womenandhollywood.com. Melissa, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Happy to be here. All right, what was your reaction when you heard about this? Well, I think that we are moving in a world where um, there are a lot of people who don't necessarily identify as um, women or men. And I think that as a world, we need to be more inclusive and to create more opportunities for diversity at in all areas of our world. And I think MTV, of all places, is a good place, you know, is a place that could have this kind of change in its rules and its categories because, in general, it has a lot of diversity between men and male and female uh, nominees in lots of different categories. But when you want to take it to the next level, I really think people have to be very cautious about how they go about doing this. 
you know, because it's interesting. We don't have a best male director, best female director category, and uh, screenplay, these these kinds of categories. Why is it then that, that we have actor and actress categories at the big awards? Well, I am not versed on how it got started that way. Um, so I can't speak to the history of why it was separated between male and female in the beginning. Um, probably the Oscars or some other kind of event that happened in this. But one of the things that we notice at Women in Hollywood is because there are so few women protagonists in films, for example, last year it was a high and it was 29%. Hmm. So really, if you eliminate these characters the distinctions between genders, what we're going to be doing in general is eliminating the opportunities for women to get into these categories. And because what you see when there is not a separated gender, and I'm not saying that women can't be nominated in a non-gender category like director and screenplay, what I'm saying is that it doesn't happen enough. So what we need to do is find out, find more increasing ways to include women in awards conversations, the films that they write, the films that they direct, into these awards conversations before we even go anywhere near eliminating, you know, the actress categories. And quite frankly, I don't think it would bode well for any of the uh large award ceremonies to have a category of actor say and not seeing any women nominated because quite frankly women are quite popular in um you know tabloids and things like that not that i'm a purveyor of those things but i don't think it would go over well not to see um you know women nominees because you know, women are as important as men to be visible in Hollywood and the award season. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting we talk about directors. I, I think it was 2009, Catherine Bigelow won uh, Best Director. But you, you go back and you look at the Oscars each year, even just the nominees. Uh, women are few and far between when it comes to, to the Best Director category. So we, Correct. we, we would probably four, see something similar. women in the 79 years of the Oscar have been nominated. And I think that this is part of the conversation. I don't want us to get caught up in... Um, something that this conversation is not. The whole point of what we do at Women in Hollywood and what lots of other people do is to create more opportunities for women to operate at the highest stages, uh, highest levels of Hollywood. And the problem is that when prestige enters, which is awards, and when money enters, budgets, etc., you see the number of women decrease. So what we really need to be talking about is how do we get more women into all these awards categories and the ones that are non-gendered now because women are not getting in there. So what you are seeing is what already exists, which is a lack of women. So if you remove the gender completely at all levels, I'm afraid that we will lose out and we won't be seeing enough women. Right. I mean, the, the impact of awards and even nominations, uh, you know, right, it, it gives gives those people uh, additional credentials. And, you know, this director, uh, he was nominated before for a Golden Globe or an Oscar, whatever. They're more cle- more likely to get the next big movie. Right. So so Correct. the ones that aren't getting nominated, it makes it even more difficult for them. Right. And, you know, it's, it's the visibility matters because that gets you to the next level. And men have the opportunities to get 
to get the visibility, to get the opportunities that women don't have. And then particularly even harder is for women of color. So we need to keep our eyes on the prize, which is getting more women opportunities to operate at the top level of the business. And then once we have gender equality and we see women winning Oscars as much as men winning Oscars, then we can have a further conversation. Right. So in, in, the my, case, opinion, so in the, my opinion, in the case of MTV, as they try to look as though they're they're being progressive here, I guess now they run the risk of uh, having a, a male dominated best performance category and, and having this whole thing backfire on them. Or it looks as though they're they're finding token females to ensure some kind of uh, artificial balance. Well, I don't think that that's appropriate. I don't think that they are token females. I think women's work is as important as as men's work. Um, but I mean, but if they're coming at I it look, from a quota, I looked, right? I looked at the categories. No, this is not about a quota. I looked at the categories, the nominations that they sent, and lo and behold, even though that they removed the gender distinction in that category, it was still 50-50. 50-50 by design or 50-50 just happened to be that way? I, I can't answer that. I'm yeah. not, uh, you know, I'm not a part of the nomination. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that if you're going to remove some kind of this, this type of distinction, you need to make sure that you have enough. You're doing enough work to make sure that you experience the diversity of all people and all performances, and you make sure that you, you know, you have gender diversity, even if you don't have the title in you know, at the head of the category. Right. And it's interesting because even if, I mean, the argument is that we have the best actress award at the Academy Awards to ensure that these female performances aren't being overlooked, the best actor and the best actress Oscars would, would seem to have the same amount of prestige. Is that not the case? Yeah, I think that they get the same amount of prestige now. I, I'm not sure I understand the question. Well, I mean, it just seems as though we, we're, this is a solution in search of a problem. That, as you say, that, that this doesn't need to be a priority right now to eliminate these, these categories, that maybe there are other more pressing issues in, in Hollywood to deal with. Um, I believe that there are, uh, there are lots of different pressing issues, but the issue of you know, people who don't identify as male or female, this is a pressing issue for them. So I don't want to discount that issue at all. Sure. Um, and I appreciate that we're having this conversation because I believe it's really important. Um, but I also think that we need to, you know, think, uh, think about it holistically and figure out a way for us to welcome in people who don't identify by a singular gender and um, figure out how to bring them in and make it more inclusive instead of a less. Yeah, well, that's an important point, too, as you said. Well, much more on all of this at uh, womenandhollywood.com. Melissa, thanks so much for your insight. Appreciate you joining us appreciate here. Appreciate that. There you go, Melissa Silverstein, founder and publisher of WomenAndHollywood.com. Right, so again, I think if if a Best Actress Oscar is just as prestigious as a Best Actor Oscar, then obviously the, those performances are, are valued. It's not as though the Best Actor Oscar somehow means a lot more. But would it be the case if you just had one category, would it be dominated by men? Or even if it wasn't dominated by men, each time a man won it, it would seem like a slap in the face to the actresses. I think you're just asking for trouble, frankly, if you go down this path. Anyway, 403-974-8255. we got some other news to get to here. We can get some more of your phone calls and your text. 974-TALK. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.